Chapter Eleven of the Martyrs of Science. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Martyrs of Science by David Brewster. Life of John Kepler. Chapter One. Kepler's birth in fifteen seventy one his family and early education the distresses and poverty of his family he enters the monastic school of Molbron, and is admitted into the university of tubingen where he distinguishes himself and takes his degrees he is appointed professor of astronomy and greek in fifteen ninety four his first speculations on the orbits of the planets accounts of their progress and failure his cosmographical mystery published he marries a widow in fifteen ninety seven religious troubles at graz he retires from thence to hungary visits tycho at prague in sixteen hundred returns to graz which he again quits to prague he is taken ill on the road is appointed tycho's assistant in sixteen o one succeeds tycho as imperial mathematician his works on the new star of sixteen o four singular specimen of it it is a remarkable circumstance in the history of science that astronomy should have been cultivated at the same time by three such distinguished men as tycho kepler and galileo while tycho in the fifty-fourth year of his age was observing the heavens at prague kepler only thirty years old was applying his wild genius to the determination of the orbit of mars and galileo at the age of thirty-six was about to direct the telescope to the unexplored regions of space the diversity of gifts which providence assigned to these three philosophers was no less remarkable tycho was destined to lay the foundation of the modern astronomy by a vast series of accurate observations made with the largest and finest instruments it was a proud lot of kepler to reduce the laws of planetary orbits from the observations of his predecessors while galileo enjoyed the more dazzling honour of discovering by the telescope new celestial bodies and new systems of the worlds john kepler the youngest of the illustrious band was born at the imperial city of Weil in the duchy of wittemberg on the twenty-first december fifteen seventy one his parents henry kepler and catherine guldenman were both of noble family but had been reduced to indigence by their own bad conduct henry kepler had long been in the service of the duke of wittemberg as a petty officer and in that capacity had wasted his fortune upon setting out for the army he left his wife in a state of pregnancy and at the end of seven months she gave premature birth to john kepler who was from this cause a sickly child during the first years of his life being obliged to join the army in the netherlands his wife followed him into the field and left her son then five years old under the charge of his grandfather at limburg some time afterwards he was attacked with smallpox and having with difficulty recovered from the severe malady he went to school in fifteen seventy seven having become security for one of his friends who absconded from his creditors henry kepler was obliged to sell his house and all his property and was driven to the necessity of keeping a tavern at elmendingen 
owing to these misfortunes young kepler was taken from school about two years afterwards and was obliged to perform the functions of a servant in his father's house in fifteen eighty five he was again placed in the school of elmendingen but his father and mother having both attacked with smallpox and he himself having been seized with violent illness in fifteen eighty five his education had been much neglected and he was prohibited from all mental application in the year fifteen eighty six on the twenty sixth of november kepler was admitted into the school at the monastery of Molbron, which had been established at reformation and which was maintained at the expense of the duke of wittemberg as a preparatory seminary for the university of tubingen after remaining a year at the upper classes the scholars presented themselves for the examination at the college for the degree of bachelor and having received this they returned to the school with the title of veterans where they completed the usual course of study and being admitted as resident students at tubingen they took their degree of master in prosecuting this course of study kepler was sadly interrupted not only by periodical returns of his former complaints but by family quarrels of the most serious import these dissensions arising greatly from the perverseness of his mother drove his father to a foreign land where he soon died and his mother having quarrelled with all her relation the affairs of the family were involved in inextricable disorder notwithstanding these calamities kepler took his degree of bachelor on the fifteenth september fifteen eighty eight and his degree of master in august fifteen ninety one on which occasion he held the second place at the annual examination in his early studies kepler devoted himself with intense pleasure to philosophy in general but he entertained no peculiar affection for astronomy being well grounded in arithmetic and geometry he had no difficulty in making himself master of the geometrical and astronomical theorems which occurred in the course of his studies while attending the lectures of moslin professor of mathematics who had distinguished himself by an oration in favour of the copernican system kepler not only became a convert to the opinions of his master but defended them in a physical disputations of the students and even wrote an essay on the primary motion in order to prove that it was produced by the daily rotation of the earth in fifteen ninety four the astronomical chariot graz in styria fell vacant by the death of george Stadt, and according to kepler's own statement he was forced to accept this situation by the authority of his professional tutors who recommended him to the nobles of styria though kepler had little knowledge of the science and no passion for it whatever yet the nature of his office forced him to attend to astronomy and in the year fifteen ninety five when he enjoyed some leisure from his lectures he directed the whole energy of his mind to the three important topics of the number the size and the motion of the orbits of planets he first tried if the size of the planets orbits or the difference of their sizes had any regular proportion to each other finding no proof of this he inserted a new planet between mars and jupiter and another between venus and mercury which he supposed might be invisible from their smallness but even with these assumptions the distance of the planets exhibited no regular progression kepler next tried if these distances varied as the cosines of the quadrant and if the motion varied as the sun's the sine of ninety representing the motion at the sun and the sine of zero degree that it fixed stars but in this trial he was also disappointed 
having spent the whole summer in these fruitless speculations and praying constantly his maker for success he was accidentally drawing a diagram in his lecture room in july fifteen ninety five when he observed that the relation between the circle inscribed in a triangle and that inscribed round it and the ratio of these circles which was that of one to two appeared to his eyes to be identical to that of jupiter's and saturn's orbits hence he was led to compare the orbits of other planets circles described in pentagons and hexagons as this hypothesis was as inapplicable to the heavens as its predecessors kepler asked himself in despair what are plane figures to do with the solid orbits solid bodies ought to be used for solid orbits on the strength of this conceit he supposed that the distances of the planets were regulated by the size of the five regular solids described within one another the earth is the circle the measurer of all round it describe a dodecahedron the circle including this will be mars round mars describe a tetrahedron the circle including this will be jupiter describe a cube round jupiter the circle including this will be saturn then inscribe in the earth an icosahedron the circle described in it will be venus inscribe an octahedron in venus the circle inscribed in it will be mercury this discovery as he considered it harmonized in a very rude way with the measures of the planetary orbits given by copernicus but kepler was so enamoured with it that he ascribed the differences to errors of observation and declared that he would not renounce the glory of having made it for the whole electorate of saxony in his attempt to discover the relation between the periodic times of planets and their distances from the sun he was not more successful but as this relation had a real existence he made some slight approach to its determination these extraordinary researches which indicate the wildness and irregularity of kepler's genius were published in fifteen ninety six in a work entitled prodromes of cosmographical desolations containing the cosmographical mystery respecting the admirable proportion of the celestial orbits and the genuine and real causes of the number magnitude and the periods of the planets demonstrated by the five regular geometrical solids notwithstanding the speculative character of this volume it obtained for its author a high name among astronomers galileo and tycho whose opinions of it he requested spoke of it with some commendation the former praised the ingenuity and good faith which it displayed and tycho though he requested him to try to adapt something same nature to the tychonic system saw the speculative character of his mind and advised him to lay a solid foundation for his views by actual observation and then by ascending from these to strive to reach the cause of things in fifteen ninety two before kepler had quitted tubingen he was on the eye of entering into the married state though the foolish scheme was fortunately broken off yet he resumed it again in fifteen ninety six when he paid his address to barbara miller of mulek who was a widow for the second time though only twenty-three years of age her parents however would not consent to the match till kepler proved his nobility and owing to the delay which arose from this circumstance the marriage did not take place till fifteen ninety seven the income which kepler derived from his professorship was very small and as his wife's fortune turned out to be much less than he had been led to expect he not only was annoyed with pecuniary difficulties but was involved in dispute with his wife's relations 
these evils were greatly increased by religious troubles which took place in styria the catholics of Graz rose against the protestants and threatened to expel them from the city kepler who openly professed the protestant religion saw the risks which he was exposed and retired with his wife into hungary here he continued nearly a year during which he composed and transmitted to his friend Zegantmeyer, at tubingen several small treatises on the magnet on the cause of the obliquity of the ecliptic and on the divine wisdom as shown in the creation all of which seem to have been lost in fifteen ninety nine kepler was recalled to Graz by the states of styria and resumed his professorship but the city was still divided into two fractions and kepler who was a lover of peace found his situation very uncomfortable having learned from tycho that he had been able to determine more accurately than had been done the eccentricities of the orbits of the planets kepler was anxious to avail himself of these observations and set out on a visit to tycho at prague where he arrived in january sixteen hundred tycho received him with great kindness notwithstanding the part which he had taken against him along with Reimer, and he spent three or four months with him at benach it was then arranged that kepler should be appointed tycho's assistant in the observatory with a salary of hundred florins provided the states of styria should on the emperor's application allow him to be absent for two years and retain his salary kepler had returned to graz before this arrangement was completed and new troubles having broke out in the city he resigned his professorship dreading lest this step would frustrate his scheme of joining tycho he resolved to ask the patronage of the duke of wittemberg for the professorship of medicine at tubingen and with this view he corresponded with moslin and his other friends in that university when tycho heard of this plan he pressed him to abandon it and promised his best exertions to procure a permanent situation for him from the emperor encouraged by these promises kepler and his wife set off for prague but he was unfortunately attacked on the road with a cotton ague which lasted seven months and having exhausted the little money which he had along with him he was obliged to apply to tycho for a supply after his arrival at prague he was supported entirely by the bounty of his friend and he endeavoured to make some return for his kindness by attacking in the controversial pamphlet two of the scientific opponents of tycho kepler's total dependence on the generosity of his friend had made him suspicious of his sincerity he imagined that tycho had not freely communicated to him all his observations and that he had not been sufficiently liberal in supplying his wife with money in his absence while absent a second time from prague and influenced by these feelings he addressed a violent letter to tycho filled with reproaches on the plea of being occupied with his daughter's marriage tycho requested ericsson one of his assistants to reply to the kepler's letter and he did this with so much effort that kepler saw his mistake and in the noblest and most generous manner supplicated the forgiveness of his friend tycho exhibited the same good feeling and the kindness of hoffmann president of the states of styria completed the reconciliation of the two astronomers on his return to prague in sixteen o one he was presented by tycho to the emperor who conferred upon him the title of the imperial mathematician on the condition that he would assist tycho in his calculations 
the connection was peculiarly valuable to kepler as the observations of his colleague were the only ones made in the world which could enable him to carry out his own theoretical inquiries these two astronomers now undertook to compute from tycho's observations a new set of astronomical tables to be called the rudolphin tables in the honour of the emperor this scheme flattered the vanity of their master and he pledged himself to pay all the expenses of the work longo montanus tycho's principal assistant took upon himself the labour of arranging and discussing the observations on the stars while kepler devoted himself to the more congenial task of examining those on the planet mars with which tycho was at that time particularly occupied the appointment of longo montanus to a professorship in denmark and the death of tycho in october sixteen o one put a stop to these important schemes kepler succeeded tycho as principal mathematician to the emperor and was provided with a handsome salary and which was partly charged on the imperial treasury and partly on the states of silesia and the first instalment of which was to be paid in march sixteen o two the generosity of the emperor did not fail to excite the jealousy of ignorant individuals who were not aware of the value of science of the state but the increasing fame of kepler and the valuable works which he published soon silenced their opposition in september sixteen o four astronomers were surprised with the appearance of a new star in the foot of serpentarius it was not seen before twenty ninth of september and moslin informs us that on the account of the clouds he did not obtain a good view of it till the sixth of october like that of fifteen seventy two it at first surpassed jupiter in brightness and rivalled even venus but it afterwards became as small as regulus and as dull as saturn and disappeared at the end of a few months it constantly changed its colour and was at first warny then yellow then purple and red and often white at great altitudes it had no parallax and therefore was a fixed star kepler wrote a short account on this remarkable body and maintained its superiority to that of fifteen seventy two as this last came in an ordinary year while the other appeared in the year of the fairy trigon or that in which saturn jupiter and mars are in the three fiery signs aries leo and sagittarius an event which occurs only every eight hundred years after discussing a great variety of topics but little connected with the subject and in a style of absurd jocularity he attacks the opinions of epicureans that the star was a fortuitous concourse of atoms in the following remarkable paragraph which is a good specimen of the work when i was a youth with plenty of idle time on my hands i was much taken with the vanity of which some grown men are not ashamed of making anagrams by transposing the letters of my name written in latin out of johannes keplerus came serpens in aculeo a serpent in a sting but not being satisfied with the meaning of these words and being unable to make another i trusted the thing to chance and taking out of a pack of playing cards as many as there were letters in my name i wrote upon each and began to shuffle them and at each shuffle to read them in the order they came to see if any meaning came out of it nor may all the epicurean gods and goddesses confound their same chance which although i have spent a good deal of time over it never showed anything like sense even from a distance so i gave my cards to epicurean eternity to be carried away into infinity and it is said 
they are still flying about there in the utmost confusion among the atoms and have never yet come to any meaning i will tell these disputants my opponents not my own opinion but my wife's yesterday when weary with writing and my mind quite dusty with considering these atoms i was called to supper and a salad i asked for was set before me it seems then said i aloud that if pewter dishes leaves of lettuce grains of salt drops of water vinegar and oil and slices of egg had been flying about in the air from all eternity it might at last happen by chance that there would come a salad yes says my wife but not so nice and well dressed as this of minus End of chapter 11 read by lambda